So hello and welcome back to the podcast. In this episode, I had online coach Tony McAlevey in for a very different conversation. Tony's a man who is has a lot of experience in the fitness industry for years, but also experience in overall life in general. And this episode, as I said, was a little bit different and we dive deep into mindset. Um, so it was one that I actually thoroughly enjoyed, to be honest, and I hope you enjoy it too. Tony McAlevey, welcome to the podcast. How are we getting on? Thank you very much for having me on. I am very well. What about you? Not a bother, me now. Not a bother. I was just laughing there when we went downstairs. It's like, you know the way we, there's there's a big group of personal trainers that ever online. You're seeing them every day pop up on your screen. Then you see them in person. It's it's so much, it's just weird, isn't it? Like, Yeah, like you'll notice <coughs> as well, you probably get quite a lot now. I do. People come over to you and they go, I feel like I know you. Yeah. Like, people know my dog, my mom, my aunt. They know like the whole life. So it's one of them things where... And I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing at no. all. I think it's a really good thing. So it's one of them things where you also notice that people trust you a lot quicker. It's like, straight away, I feel like we can chat about anything. Yeah. Even though we, we literally met like three minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good sign though. Like, I think a lot of people, I'm uh, probably at the start to write online, I was definitely a shade slower in like just being 100% myself to an extent and probably need to still get there a bit more. Whereas you, you're like, you're a lot of years ahead of me. And I think I feel like I know your family even a lot better, which is a bit mad, isn't it? Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm. I wouldn't say I'm ahead. I would just say I'm longer in. Yeah, like, yeah. I always, whenever, because people say that as well. I'm always like, everybody's on equal terms. Mm. It doesn't matter how many followers, how much money. Everybody's on an equal playing field because everybody's good at or bad at something. It's just one of the things where I only ever got momentum from being me. Whenever I was trying to be other people or I was using phrases over people do, I never got anywhere, and it, I still notice that. So it's one of the things where I just always am like that. I don't know how to explain it really. No, I get you because like. You'd know straight away a person. You have to nearly sit back and be in the per- in the in the in the viewer's eyes and be like, right? Would this person like this type? Be would, would this person like? No, do I like watching this person's content? Who you know is just putting on a a, a show nearly, and it's not nice to watch, isn't it? No? Yeah, and the thing is too, like I, it sort of relates me back to secondary school. I didn't really know who it was. You're almost semi copying other people because mm-hmm. you want acceptance. And what I realized is, whenever I done that, I didn't really get it anyway. And then. What happened to me slowly was the more and more I became myself, more people sort of got closer to me and then other people completely went away. So I sort of went Marmite. Do you know, yeah. you either really, really like me or you absolutely do not like me. But I prefer that because if you're on the fence with me, you're no use to me. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like you. There's no point having that type of person around you. Do you know what I mean? Because no. it's just, they, they don't know. You're being fake nearly to an extent. Exactly. I would rather be somebody's 10 out of 10 then everybody's five and a zero. Sorry, ten out of ten or a zero. Rather than everybody's like, oh, he's in, he's okay. Yeah, Joe. Yeah. Like, no, either like me or hate me. That's it. Simple as that. And I think that's a great way to be. And for anyone, I suppose, that doesn't actually know you, who actually are you? <laughs> oh, I, I always find that so difficult. I'm still trying to figure out myself, yeah, yeah, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. Uh, so it's one of the things. I think every day, each individual is changing so much. So, like, just to give you a rough background of me, so was sort of your typical. Child fucking got a wee bit bullied in school, struggled there, went to secondary school. I, I'm very into, obviously, bodybuilding and fitness now, but, like, I didn't do... I done PE twice in secondary mm. school. Wouldn't change in front of anybody. Was so self-conscious. Struggled with making friends, all that carry-on. And strangely enough, I picked, like, a B-Tech course in sports science, which was very different. Mm. Uh, then sort of went to uni, just took loads of drugs, drank, didn't do anything in uni, just sort of experienced it. Probably not the best idea. And then I came out of it very, very lost as an individual, mm. like really low self-esteem, low self-worth, 
I got that. I always say it's like you're tw- as soon as you're 20, 21, you finish uni and you're like, am I going to get a nine to five? I need to get my life in order. Yeah, it's- so uh, I applied for the fire service on a wing and uh, out of 8,000 people, I scored in the top 20. Yeah, but I really worked hard at it. Like I, I knew I wanted it. Mm. It felt like a purpose. And then I imagined that would be me for life. I was like, I love this job. I did love it. And I'd done it for about two, three years. And within that time period, uh, coaching just sort of, it, fitness just started, I don't like saying a calling, but like people started knocking my door. Like That's at a home. great sign. Yeah, and people were calling to the fire station looking diet plans and all. And it was, well, literally knocking on the door like, yeah, all right. Like <laughs> knocking on my actual house home. Like okay. I, I, I had a policeman knock my door before and be like, well, I'm looking for Tony. My mum was like, holy fuck. Holy fuck. He's, he, Joe, <laughs> yeah. he, he's a car crash. They were yeah. panic. And he was like, yeah, I just want to speak to him about maybe getting on. And my mum was like, holy. And people were just coming up. And it came to a stage where people used to just not even ask it to get on. They just were dropping money for my life. It was extreme. It was really, it just, it snowballed. And then it hit a stage where... I didn't know, I'd never had anything like that before. And mm. it was just snowballing. And I couldn't really say no because I wanted to help everybody. Yeah, yeah. And then it got to a stage where I was struggling to cope because we were going to a fire call and I would have my laptop in the back of the fire engine on the way back from a house fire or anything. Mm. I'd be flicking up my laptop to do a check-in. Yeah. yeah. Which obviously you probably shouldn't because you're taxpayer money and all that. But yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe, I was a bit extreme. And then I hit a point where people were turning around me going like, I had no life mm. and I'd done it for like a year, year and a half. And then it just hit a point where I was like, right, I have to give this a whirl. And then everything's just sort of snowballed from there. And now I do fitness, business, I do property. It just sort of, it's a bit of everything really. It's mental. It's mad though, the right, the way you just started off and you are in school and you didn't really do PE as such. And you, you oh, like, you want, but then you went and decided to do a, uh, something to do with sports in college. And then your personal friend, do you think that nearly the little bit of bullying early days, popped you into the job you're in now to an extent yeah absolutely I love yeah. it uh, I'm great I'm grateful for every single yeah. person that, and I honestly think as well it was probably the perception I had of it like see if you pick five people and they got the same treatment as I somebody could have washed it all like literally just flinched off their shoulder mm. somebody else could have took it a little bit thick. I took it very to heart gotcha. that's that's an individual manner it's just like Joe. You know, if I told you how my child you'd be like that wasn't that bad but to me in my own wee world it was a lot for me in the head yeah, because I was a very solitude, like a very solitude, like child. So it was one of them things where that definitely gave me like an insecurity of not being good enough. Mm. So then that drove me to like, right, I need to get in shape. I need to be like an alpha. I need to lead. Yeah. I need to be. And the thing is, although people be like, oh, that's leading you down a wrong path. Like, see, if I look at my life now, I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm so glad that yeah. happened because where would I be without that? I'm not necessarily sure. You know, when people say that. It, it depends on the individual, it depends on the circumstances, but when a person says that you shouldn't pursue, let's say, getting into shape from a place of maybe negative to an extent, and that was probably your case, it depends on the individual, but sometimes it can be the best thing that ever happened, you know what I mean? Sometimes, and I know that, that that's maybe an extreme thing to say, but I think it's the reality sometimes, isn't it? I think you have to accept yourself, but yeah. I do believe that you'll struggle to accept yourself until you've been there. Like, otherwise, yep. I wonder what I have always felt like, low self-esteem, versus I, reason, I think the reason my confidence built was never because of the fact that I got in shape, it was the fact I kept my promises to myself. Like, mm. I had abs. I remember coming home like 18 and just hitting abs every day, like 34, 40 minutes in my garage for a year. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. was one of them things where, but then that builds discipline and that builds confidence because you're like, if I say I'm going to do this, gonna I'm going to do it. There's no doubt. That's why like if I come home in my ones and I tell them I'm doing something, they're like, oh fuck, he's actually doing he's this doing shit. This is, this is happening. So it's not like, it's keeping your word to yourself and I feel like that's very, very key and that's what builds you up over time. But as you said, I believe there's not like, 
I don't believe like getting picked on. You you can look at it two ways. Hundred percent. You can look at it like that's a very negative experience. And Joey, but I use that like in my mind. No matter what's said to me now, even if there's something personal going on with me, I'm like, yeah, great. Give me that wood. I'm gonna throw that in my fire. That's gonna fuel me. Versus let it let them pour water on my fire. I'd be like, yep, that's fuel. That's perfect. I, yeah, that's it. It's it's about looking at the situation and being like, right, what way am I looking at? It? Am I looking at this as a complete negative, uh, or am I using this to kind of push on and kind of push me forward? Whereas probably a lot of people will really take the heart and not use it as a fuel for fire to an extent. You know what I mean? Or else we'll use it as a fuel for fire, but then go to the total extremes. You know what I mean? So it is individual, isn't it? I've been there. I've been to the mm. total extremes. Like it's yeah, pushed me. Have, yeah. It's pushed me way too far. But then the thing is you don't realize to pull yourself back until you've went that far. It's like, you know, if you're walking a dog and then it walks too far in the lead and it goes, oh, and yeah. then you're, and then it knows, right, fuck, maybe I'll not walk that far. Yeah. Same with us. Like, I think a lot of people give themselves a hard time. They're, they're trying to be this perfect life and that's where the pressure mm. comes in. Whereas I'm like, yeah, I fucked up a little bit. I pushed it probably too far and gotten, not too good a shit, but like bodybuilding way yeah, and everything. Yeah, too not far. much life. Yeah, but then the thing is you learn by that and you go, right, thank fuck that happened to me now rather than when I'm 40, when I'm 50 or, you know, What's the positives of that? Yeah, fact. Rather than like, oh, do you know, I didn't really go out for a long. Like, I don't really like going out anyway. So like, what the fuck am I going to annoy myself about? It? I feel like people are always whipping themselves the first chance. Do you know what I mean? I used to always, uh, just, just on that as well, I used to always like look back on a time going back years ago when you probably wouldn't be in the best place in the world, maybe hating the job you're in, hating the career you're in. For example, let's say when I was racing, I probably, I was probably, I was so miserable. Like I remember when I was um, an apprentice jockey, I used to, There'd be no Wi-Fi, there was no coverage, there was no nothing. I was literally, I was I was about eight stone four and at the age of probably like 17, like I was I was just miserable. I wasn't really eating. I used to go to sleep at seven o'clock, half seven, just because I had no other choice. There was no phone and it would stop me from eating. But then when I look back at that, I'm like, now I can look at the positives because I'm like, right, I definitely didn't want to go down that route and I'm just so much happier now. You know what I mean? So I think it's until you hit a point of like, well, I don't really like this. Then you can kind of push on from it, isn't it? It's built your discipline. Too. Mm. Like you look at all the, as you said, the positives, like it's built your discipline, you know, your routines, your habits, your behaviors, and that's shaped who you are now. Whereas mm. without that shit period, you might not even be doing fitness, you might not even be yeah. here, you could be joke doing whatever else and you could be unhappy. So I sometimes feel like, especially see with that, like, for me, you need a real depth for change. Like if you don't have enough pain or there's not enough something going on in your life that's causing you enough stress, you're never going to change. It's why, for example, like a lot of people get in really good shape after a breakup or why, for example, if a job is just okay, like say, say for, this is this is what happens a lot of the time. People are like, my job's okay. It's mm. fine. It's compromised. It pays me decent. They don't hate it enough to quit. Whereas mm. if you hate the fucker, you will quit. Yeah. So it's enough pain to change to, to for the better because that person that quits will actually end up Further ahead, then faster versus compromising your whole life for like a like a matter. Oh, what's the best way to put that? Like a middle ground of mm. unha- like just not hot, but on yeah, the fence. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mediocrity is probably the right word. Yeah, that was, was that that wasn't necessarily the case for you. Then really with your job, you just started no. doing a little bit of a side hustle, and it just it was just the joy of it. Probably then just kind of pushed you on for it. Yeah, I had a bit of a nightmare because I had three jobs during that stage. Oh, uh, I know uh, I was doing two days, two nights in the fire service, working a beach lifeguard on the beaches two days a week. Mm. And then was coaching every Saturday and Sunday, so it was a bit of a whirlwind. Mm. I was I was straight up like it was. I loved. I, I don't get me wrong. I enjoy making money, but I actually loved each job so much. Getcha. It made such an impact. Like mm-hmm. one day I'd be out, I'd be like for example, we were getting sent over to England if there was issues in the beaches and stuff. So one minute you're getting sent there, next minute you're home and you're running a burn building. The next minute I'm putting up a transmission Instagram and getting a lo- like Joe. You know I mean, it was just very. So like I really struggled to leave anything because I loved it all it mm. just came to a point of where i had to be like choice yeah and i i sort of had to draw a line because i was like i'm become i'm spinning so many plates 
that I'm ended up being quite good at them, but I'm not a master of any. Getcha, getcha. Yeah. And you wanted to become, you wanted to give your full hog to one of them, I suppose. The, the main reason I picked it is because I goes, right, if I stick with the beaches, I know where my life's going. If I stick with the fire service, I know exactly where my life's going. And I was like, this is the only route that like, I, I, I can only see about six months in yeah. front of me and then everything else is cloggy. And my ones were like, that's the, they were like, that is our nervous route to take because they were like, you can't see anything. There's just fog six months down. And I was like, yeah, but that's the, that's the excitement. Driver. That's the, that's the one where I don't know. Whereas I was like, I'm going to turn around and yes, I'll have a good life and everything will be fine. But I'll turn around and go, oh, wonder what would have happened with that. So I was like, nah, I would rather turn around and go, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. Getcha. Then, do you know what I mean? That was my thought process. That was ex more or less exactly the same with me. I thought when I finished race and I was like, right, what's a comfortable career path? I was thinking, right, engineering. 100%. It's a good, solid job. Loads of opportunities. Grant went, did a year, useless at it, passed first year, hated it. But then I was like, right, I hit a point where I was like, I just, I, I cannot keep doing this the rest of my life. So then I was like, right, I'm just going to open up my own gym. And then, but even though I hadn't a bull's nose, so I pumped plenty of money like into the gym to open up, but I hadn't a clue what, I had no idea how many people are going to sign up, but just for the, just whatever happened then, just they just said rolling and I was just delighted then so I just followed something I was just want I, I knew I was going to be happy in but there was the unsureness of it yeah the uncertainty <laughs> uncertainty that's I, the word I also believe that with that as well uh, there's two main things that whenever you're saying there I tune in on that is for anybody listening I take away from those speed is king not certainty mm. speed is king people are still with these great ideas that haven't implemented and somebody else will come out in front of you. It's a really good example is there was somebody up my way that was talking about doing joke cooking, recipes, all this here, and they were on to me. I was like, you need to get in this. Joe Speed's, Speed's king. Didn't do it. Six months later, Casey. Do you know what I mean? Very, very good example of somebody that comes in a certain area. Now, don't don't get me wrong. There's more room than one person mm -hmm. in the area. But speed, 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 speed is king. You'll, you'll, you're going to fall no matter how perfect the plan is. So you may as well move. And then on top of that, it's one of the things where people fall in that procrastination cycle. And it, it, it's that... Procrastination isn't always picking up your phone. It's doing tasks that don't matter as much. It's mm -hmm. like what moves the needle forward in your life more. It's like when people are getting distracted by cleaning their office rather than doing the actual work. Now, yes, you need a clean office, of but people go over the top. It's like they're dodging what actually moves life forward by doing small tasks that are in like not as good. Like whenever I mentor people, you'll always notice people do like the system stuff. They'll build things, they'll but they don't like doing the 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 hard Important. stuff. Yeah, like the market and the sales, the 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 real key drivers. Like I always say, like whenever we're talking about something, figure out what the accelerator is, and don't use the brakes. So, for example, with coaching, it's like marketing, sales, results. Right, mm -hmm. everything else you do is a brick. Mm -hmm. Every single thing you do for that business, it, it brick, brick, brick. So the more you keep your foot in the accelerator, the quicker you will build momentum, and that's the same in everything. But uh, it's sort of that thought process of speed is king, and then I, I do feel like procrastination is something that. People get caught up in it. It's, it has to be my phone. Yeah. But it's not. It's the lower level tasks. No, there's nothing wrong. Like, I still scrub my fucking toilet. Of course you do, obviously. Yeah, it yeah, has to be done. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but doing tasks that you don't need to do right now. Like, no, no, no way you'll, you'll get up and you should be doing your high energy tasks. Mm -hmm. But then you do something that, like, you could do fucking half asleep. Yeah, that's the thing. No, and I I benefit. I, I think I might have heard you kind of talking about this before. And I actually... It clicked with me to be totally honest because I would be thinking, right, we can sort, get all the ideas and have all the ideas in the world, have all the organization in the world. But if you're not going he head at the thing that actually matters, and that's with everything, it's with fitness, it's with business, it's with everything, isn't it? If you're not going at the the thing that's, as you said, move the needle forward, you're just, you're, you're, you're slow, as you said. It's not that the speed isn't there, isn't it? Yeah, it's one of the things where I think you get mixed up too. Like if you really ask yourself, 
what makes me content because I don't know about I think chasing happiness is a very risky situation for people to, mm. it's, it, I feel like when you chase happiness you're you're telling yourself I'm unhappy mm-hmm. so I feel like contentment's a really way good to be because there's no highs right lows but I feel like whenever you ask yourself right what makes me tick what makes me what what do I want my life to be around and you go family I want to make an impact John whatever else it is and then you look at the decisions and where you're spending your time daily like oh, I'm spending an hour fucking about my phone a day, right? Well, that doesn't really line up, right? I'm spending this amount of time doing this. I'm Joe, you start realizing like, right, this makes no sense. You look at what's really important to you and then you look at where your time's going and you go, these don't actually add up. And then you go, oh, they can. And you just start changing. Versus yeah. if you don't take that bird's eye view, like you can't read the label of the bottle when you're inside the bottle. It's very, very difficult. And if you don't get a bird's eye view, that's why everybody loves advice. Mm, yeah. It's easy to give fucking advice because it's not your life. But it's about then taking action. I think one thing with you, would you, let's say you're cold, I'd say you would be very straight at the point. There's no waffling. No, I'm fucking blunt. Like if, yeah. you're, if you're being a lazy cunt, I'm going to call you it. Like I know that sounds terrible, but it's mm. one of the things where I ask people about like their home lives and stuff before I do anything like that. Like I'll turn around you and be like, Joe, like if somebody's like, they're struggling with their dad, dad adherence, they're struggling with their train or something. I'm like, right, stress is low, hunger. I'm just like reading for it. And I'm like, right, fill me in. Is there anything that's stopping you from nailing this? And they're like, no, I'm just not doing it. And I'm like, right, well, you need a wake-up call here. So then I'll maybe use a wee bit of mindset stuff or I'll lean in mm-hmm. a little bit more. I'll not turn around and call him a lazy cunt, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll turn around and be like, look, because I I miss my dad sometimes. 100%, and, everyone does. Yeah, and it's one of the things where you turn around and you go, right, well, what is the reason? And sometimes it's just during a bit of a funk and I'd be like, right, what can we do to move the needle forward? Joe, yeah. reframing things. Like usually nine times out of 10 when people aren't kneeling things, it's because they go, oh, it's not worth it. They haven't got a driving factor. But usually when you ask people, when did you feel your best? I was eating good. I was getting outside. I was training good. And then you go, right, do you want to feel good again? Right, well, let's pick one of the three or four just do it yeah I think that's deadly to be honest because it's probably when I started off I was I was probably too what would I say laxy daisy to an extent I was like no it's all it's grand we'll we, we, we'll, we'll get on with it there kind of next week whereas now it's like right look at what's going on their overall life and be like right how is everything impacting yet? But then actually putting and, and, and having a bit of, I suppose, um, empathy, but then putting a plan in place to kind of go forward, I think is is important because if you don't, the person's going to stay there. And you have to, I think if a person is stuck in a little bit of a rut, they have to kind of ask themselves, what, what makes me feel actually good? And always it's when you're just having a plan and actually nailing your overall nutrition and even just one of X, you know what I mean, to start you off, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not trying to get pain out of a client, but sometimes I find that probing them till where they go, oh, yeah, like I'll be like, right, why are you doing this? Why did you start? Give me more. And then sometimes you'll just notice they'll flick back into place. And where sometimes if you don't get the real reason why or you don't get like how it's going to benefit them, it's like you always start with the why, not just why you're doing it, but why you're going to get a benefit. It's like if I turn around you and I go, we're going to we're gonna go for a walk here. But then I tell, before I go that, I go, we're going to go for a walk, but here's all the benefits from it. Mm-hmm. Then you're more inclined to fucking do it because you're like, right, this makes sense. If if a person doesn't understand or doesn't understand the benefits, there's no, there's no, there's no way they're going to just take off their, their, their 10 or 12K steps. You know what I mean? They have to feel, they have to get the benefits, I think. And this is where motivation comes from. Motivation comes from, getting them benefits, but it just takes a little bit of time in order to start feeling them benefits, doesn't it? I think where people go wrong is they expect that motivation to be at the very start where the motivation comes from the results, doesn't it? Yeah, I think like a lot of the time, see when people talk about motivation, it's because I used to do a bit of surfing and like I always explain it like this. So motivation is whenever you're out sitting for a wave if anybody's ever been in the water and motivation is whenever there's waves and they're just taking you in the surf and everything's sweet. Mm. 
whenever it goes, it's just like it's pure flat. You're going to have to stick your hands in the fucking shitty cold water and you're going to have to paddle yourself in. Mm -hmm. And that's going to happen. Sometimes there's going to be fucking mountains of waves for months and months and months. And then sometimes you're not going to get a wave for fucking months, a year yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, you just decide, right, well, am I going to sit here until the wave comes or am I going to stick my hand and move forever? Because if you don't stick your hand and move forever, if you ever see with like paddling out, it just drags you back. 100%. Anyway. So it's one of the things that's sort of the free, the mindset I have. But even in terms of like the, the procrastination, one thing that I think is really beneficial that I really haven't touched on before is I feel like a lot of people, whenever you like procrastinate, and I'm sure you know this as well. This is something that I've been sort of like, I've been pondering quite a lot and listen to loads on it. And see whenever you're procrastinating, a lot of the time, see whenever people uh, people are giving themselves a hard time and they're saying, I'm procrastinating, right? But whenever you're building out a list of things to do, what you notice is, I'm sure you notice this, and I, this is very interesting because I haven't had this chat with anyone before. Whenever you build out a list and you build out your to-do list for the day mm -hmm. and there's mountains on it, mm -hmm. right? And you do everything on it, you feel really productive and you add more. So even though you're like, I'm not procrastinating, I'm getting loads done, because your efficiency fills up more, you start adding more and more and more mm -hmm. and more. And all of a sudden you're going, fuck, I'm procrastinating because I'm not getting all this done. But even though six months ago you were doing so little, mm -hmm. but now that's not all getting ticked because your efficiency rates went up so high that you're like, fuck, I'm not getting enough done here. My workflows, I'm procrastinating. I'm, I'm fucking about. But the thing is you're procrastinating because you're picking too many shitty tasks to get done. You're mm -hmm. doing X, you're doing Y, you're doing, instead of just focusing on three, five main things to move the needle for the day. And that's it. And I feel like that expectation of getting everything done is making a lot of people really unhappy and it's killing people's self-esteem because you're promising yourself at the start of the day, I'm going to get these 20, 10 things done mm -hmm. whenever you're realistically only going to get one or yeah. two. And that is setting yourself up for failure. And I've been guilty of that. I'm sure you have. Always. And you throw in the to-do list into tomorrow. That's why time blocking your to-do list is very important because you start going, fuck, it's not going to take me two hours to make this. It's going to mm -hmm. take me three or it's, uh, you know, this and this. And I'm going to the gym. That's not an hour because it's 20 minutes or 20 minutes back. I'm going to need food. I'm going to need shower. You're like, fuck, that's two and a half hours. Yeah. And then you start being more realistic. And I feel like once you take that pressure off yourself because nobody is perfect. Like I'm a very productive human being. Mm -hmm. And the minute I start cutting down these things, I just feel the weight off me. And then the less pressure, the better flow I'm in, the better I am to the people around me versus there's no point in you being a, this fucking robotic, ball bag that's fucking really productive mm. but you're not a good person and that was sort of like my real resol not resolution but like my real thought process probably from like October I was listening to a podcast with Mike Tyson and he said there's a lot of great men there's not a lot of good men so there's loads of people doing lots but they're not good people gotcha. and it's very tough to be a good person like and I mean at the root at the core and it's one of these things where people are like I need to get all these tasks done but then when their mum's trying to have a conversation with them they're not listening yeah. They're not present. They're mm -hmm. fucking posting something on Instagram for mm -hmm. traction, which is all good. That's not being a good person. Yeah. That's being productive and that's great. But are you at the root of things actually honorable? Do you have integrity? Do you have respect for people? Can you actually listen? That's a and listening is one of the things where as well, do you ever see that when people say you you talk to somebody and you go, You're not listening to me, and they repeat every word back to you. And, but that's not listening. That's hearing. There's a mm. very clear difference. Me and you are listening because you're not just zoning in and out. And no, I'm focused. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're you're waiting to, you're not waiting to respond. You're listening. There's a very big difference. Whereas mm. with that, it's like whenever you're on your phone and somebody says something and then you can repeat everywhere back, but it hasn't sank in. No, you, no, you're just did. saying that to catch that fucker out because you're, you're like, I was listening. Mm. And the funniest thing is then you, you're, that's not, like it, it, when, you, when you speak then, that's letting that person down. And I think it's these small things in, in the households and even in your life that really reflect your self-confidence, your self-worth. And there's certain things I've noticed now that I've implemented and I'm like, 
I'm not doing it for other people. Like if you don't, if I speak and you don't listen, I'll not mm-hmm. talk. But it's one of the things where, see when I do it to other people now, mm-hmm. I'm like, not in a cheeky way or a self, uh, but in a way I'm like, fuck, I'm actually becoming a better human. Getcha. Compa- and in, in comparison to what you see going on, especially in society now. I think that's, that's a cracker, cool. to be totally honest with you, because... I can, I'm, I'm linking it back to myself again. Whenever you someone do. says something, I'm always nearly trying to, I'm, I'm like, am I, do I do that? 100%, like, let's, I'm definitely getting better at it because what I'm more so do now is, let's say with work and that, it's more setting out little little blocks myself where, right, I am putting my phone on, do not disturb from, let's say, six, seven o'clock in, in the evening, for example. I am putting down the phone. I'm making sure I'm productive in the X blocks. Whereas going back, let's say, even probably a few weeks ago, to be honest, it was just, phone all the time I was I, I was I was all over the shop because it was just just a lack of structure and a lack of, I was just trying to do everything at once whereas in the job that I was trying to get done well, well, 100% wasn't as good but also I probably wasn't listening as good as I should have been to the people around me and as you said there there's that 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 builds up over time doesn't it that's that's a big big negative in my opinion let's say if it's family members everyone around you yet you, you have to you have to be able to, 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 let's say, put work on the side a little bit. You know what I mean? You have to be able to listen to people. And that's definitely something that I'm only getting better at now because I think it's just everything happens so fast. And I'm, do you know what I mean? It, it, it's, it was nearly just overwhelming, I think, and just a lack of structure. And But I think it's definitely getting a lot better. Yeah, it's one of them things too where, in a sense, not that you're by any means, it's the time you've came out too. And there's, as you said, there's people in a wee bit longer. So then it means, for example, like you, when I say that, you'll pick up on that very fast. Whereas, yeah. See, for me, with the whirlwind of how things have went over the last couple of years, I felt like there was nobody in my position. So then I've actually feel like I'm the one falling into the pitfalls constantly. And then I'm like, oh, watch everybody. This yeah. is this is not good for you. So don't do not do it. And Casey will be a prime example. Like, he'll tell you how much I've worked. Oh, 100%. It's, it's like the main thing people know me for is like... Graft. Is for really like... And it's it's even in like the fire service, boys be like me... Like we'd, we'd go and put out a fire and maybe be there for four or five hours and have three hours left in shift and usually be coming in cabbage. And I'd be like, right, sweet, load up laptops, start doing voice. Like I would immediately just struggle to switch off. But it's one of them things where that all came from the insecurity of not being good enough and then yeah. not working on me as a person. And then that feeds into like more and more and more and more. And then you realize, yeah, I'm becoming a great person, but I'm not a good person. And there's a very big difference. And that's where I've had to really... And the funniest thing is, see, since October, when I, maybe a wee bit before that, maybe August, when I've dialed this back, the funniest thing is I've made more money and I've worked far less and I've mm-hmm. been a far better person, which is the funniest thing because I assumed, I, I was taking the trade off. I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna lose money not working as much. Yeah. And the funniest thing is now that I'm taking more downtime and being a better person, it's almost, it's not karma. It's just whatever way things are working out, I'm making a lot more and I'm working a lot less. And I'm like, why didn't I do this before? Do you know, so... I think a lot of that's to do with your just overall productivity then when you're actually working. And I think that's one of the reasons that I'm mostly looking forward to Australia. And we were just saying you can do this anywhere. You can do this in Ireland. Of course you can. But I'm just, I just feel like, I just feel like there's going to be a lot more things to do. And I just, I can just kind of picture myself being an awful lot productive, more productive in the hours I want to work. And I think that is going to benefit me even more in the hours that I'm working. And you just said it there. Oftentimes, and this goes for a lot of things, more isn't actually always better a lot of the time, isn't it? No, no less, less is always less more. Less is more. Always, yeah. yeah. Like if you were, in my general opinion, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with a man wearing like a flashy outfit. Mm. But simple black top, jeans, like does a lot. Can look Cheers. very, yeah, there you go, describing <laughs> it. Uh, but do you know what I mean? It's one of them things where sometimes, as you said, more is better. But I would, I would sort of counter argue the point of like, the only reason that you're thinking that is because the routines, habits and behaviors you have here aren't letting you face from that. Whereas if you move to Dublin, if you move to mm-hmm. Cork, 
you could ingrain different habits, routines, and behaviors. Whereas just going to a different country where it's sunny will make you do more. But mm -hmm. at the same time, that's not the country doing that. That's you. Definitely. You're still bringing yourself with you. And yeah. I know that. I know that as well. That's yeah. the that's the mad thing. But as I say, it's it's just yeah. It's 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 a funny one, isn't it? Like when you just it's when another person's looking in and like you picked up on that, but. I knew that deep down as well, but you just nearly picked up on that, really, didn't you? Like, yeah. and just, and a person needs that as well sometimes, don't they? First thing that it is, is just, you just want to shake up because you're not enjoying how much you're working. And the problem is you're struggling to break them routines because you're in the same house, same area, yeah, yeah, same, yeah. everything's going on. Whereas when you go away, you do technically get to rebuild all that to an extent. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, you, like me and Caroline always talk about this county down under, and mm. she, she lived in Australia for years. And the one thing we always say is, no matter where you go, you still bring yourself. Yeah, yeah, So fact. like your problems, your habits, your routines, that all comes with you. The only thing moving away gets you is like a perspective shift, but you can have that at home. Like I had that in our, in like October and it was one of the things where I was like, oh, I need to go away to get this. And then I was like, no, I'm going to sit mm. and I'm going to build out. So simple things like woke up a bit earlier, started going for walks, started to, and then once you're happy where you are, then when you move, you're not looking an answer. You're looking to enjoy things more and you get a better a balanced yeah. equation. Because uh, that's the first thing I challenge. Because like the thing I, I don't despise it, but I hate when people say there's nothing to do in Ireland. Like that, that eats Oh, no, you can do the exact same things everywhere else, 100%. People go to me, you can't get in the water. I'm like, watch me, I'm in the water most days, mate. Yeah, yeah, and now yeah. it is fucking cold and it's not roasting. Yeah, of course. Obviously. But I get just as much of a laugh. And the thing is, for me, it's like, there are so many other things to do. Like, mm. it's just one of the things where people get caught in like the lowest form of connection in Ireland very, very easy. And that is, without putting anybody off, turning this off, is is they're watching telly. Mm. Like, that is the lowest form of like, if you ever listen to Jay Shetty, like he talks about like, it, as a couple to build intimacy, it's like conversations, sex, there's loads of things. And he's like at the very bottom, he's like, it's watching telly. Now, don't get me wrong, if you're watching like Love Island and you're having yeah. the crack during yeah, yeah. it and it's quality and it's funny and you're enjoying it, that's different. But, but there's nothing just, else. When you're just scrolling through Netflix to put something on, that's not connection with another individual. That's why you're craving, there's nothing to do here is because you're picking the thing you want. Whereas I have such a habit of, see if we're sitting in the house, I'm like, let's take the dog for a walk around the estate. And the other day I walked around the, the bottom side of my estate and I found chickens and I was like, fuck, this is nuts. And me and my mom were <laughs> shouting at them. And that sounds ridiculous. My estate's like a like a normal estate. Yeah. Like it's not in a farm. But the thing is, like I had a, a laugh with her and the chickens were walking. And the thing was like, whereas we would have just been sitting watching tally. And I, I know that's not like, oh, whoa, whoa. But no, but it's small things. For me, that's a memory. And mm. for me, that's more important than what's on tally or what's on the news. And that's where I feel like people are getting like, very, like and I, the thing is, see when I say this, it's never from like a standpoint of like, oh, you should be, like I'm the same. Like, yeah, yeah, we're all, everyone is like that. Fuck all the time. So, but it's one of them things where you, then you need the friend group, the people to surround yourself, but you also take responsibility that you've done it to yourself. Whereas a lot of people don't. And I've been guilty of that as well. You pass the buck with that. Yeah. And as I said, I've been guilty. Of, and I'm 100%, even in Ireland here now, I'm 100% getting better with, as as I was saying, breaking things up. I I absolutely I could not. I like I love my job, and that's probably why I'm doing so much of it. But then it's so important, isn't it, to have that bit of an and that bit of an out um something else going on. And you said there's you literally said it yourself. You can do everything you can do in Australia. You can actually do in Ireland, but just sometimes then it's about taking a step back and be like, yeah, you actually you can really, can't you? You can't <laughs> to an extent. Like to obviously extent, yeah. the sun and all that's yeah. going on there, and I do understand that like there's a different culture. Yeah, it's like yeah, saying, Joe, you can do everything you can, but in Bali, but at the same time, it's Bali. It's so different. It, it, there's it, a difference. It, yeah, it's like a holiday. Like you can't say that you don't want to go away, but I do feel like it's one of the things for people that don't want to go travel or do. It's not going to be the solution. It's why like it's it's just a very interesting topic because a lot of people don't 
work on where they are enough. Like, there is, like don't get me wrong, Nuri's not a, a big place where I live, but it's one of the things where, like, I can go to Belfast. I could drive to Cork for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I can change. I can get to meet you. Do you know, there's there's lots of things that you can do. It's just one of the things where you get caught in your routines, your habits, your behaviors that you don't like. Mm. And then that happens to you. But that will happen to you when you go away. And a lot of the time when people go away, they're working full anyway. So they're just getting a different weekend. So don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong or right. There is no wrong or right in life, in my opinion. Anyway, mm. I don't really believe that, like, you can do anything off or you can do anything right. It's just your personal what happens. The, the problem is when people people's expectations aren't met. It's like if you go to Australia and you're assuming all that's going to happen and yeah, this yeah. doesn't happen for you, you're going to be annoyed. But if it does, you'll be buzzing. But it's like everything, everybody assumes like, this is going to be unbelievable for my productivity. This is going to be up. And you'll go out there and no matter how good it is, you'll go, mm, it's, it's pretty good. But mm. I was expecting it to be, holy fuck, you're... Your frame of expectations is the key, I think. It was only a podcast I was only listening to the other day that was actually, um, whose podcast was it? Was it on Stephen Bartlett's podcast? Possibly. But it was about your, whenever you set the bar so high. Oh, it was actually, I think it might have been Jordan Peterson talking about this actually, possibly. You set the bar so high sometimes, no matter how good it is, you might have set that so so high. If it's in a shade even a little bit below it, it's like, there's, there's, oh, there's a, uh, basically a drop in dopamine. It was actually, I think it was Andrew Huber, Huberman's um, podcast. I thought it was very good because you could just link things back into your own life. You're, you're like, geez, yeah, I thought that night out was going to be absolutely savage, even though it was probably good, but it was just a shade below what I expected it to be. So your expectations are important, aren't they? Yeah, like the, the only thing that's really gave me probably, I wouldn't even say it's a, it, the only thing that I've I've noticed it was like whenever I had 100k followers like yeah, you expect to walk out the street and people mad. be high-fiving you and singing your praises <laughs> yeah. but the thing is they're like there's that decay with that camera again uh, now it's one of them things where the only thing that I would say that I've I lowered the expectations so much in it that I felt more from it is whenever I had like complete financial freedom so like I don't need to work anymore mm. that for me it's not a feeling of holy fuck, this is unbelievable and I feel powerful. For me, it felt like I got weight lifted off me. It felt like I was running with a backpack for a long time and it felt like like all the pressure in my life just like, because I was like, if I actually lose everything tomorrow, I was like, I have enough in X, Y, Z spread that I was like, that should pretty much cover me till whatever date. And I was like, no, I wouldn't live an unbelievable life, but I was mm. like, I would be comfortable. And comfort see, see, once that pressure gets taken off you, that for me was something that a lot of people would probably not be fortunate to have. And I've, I've had a very privileged life, do you know what I mean? Like I've, grew up here, mm. so we're not fucking in Africa. You've had social media. So it's one of the things where, yes, I've worked for, but at the same time, it's that's probably the only thing that I've noticed that has changed the quality of my life. And it's not having a certain amount of money. It's actually the mindset of like not worrying about worrying. it. Worrying, yeah, the fear. Yeah, because I come from quite a, I wouldn't say a low-income family, but we're definitely not fucking, I'd say middle to low, mm -hmm. like over the last while. So it's one of the things where like, for example, like when my, I always remember, and I put it up on a post, like I remember my mom's car breaking down every every time we went to pick up my sister when I was in primary school. Now I didn't, I didn't understand at the time, but she used to always say, look, say a prayer that the car lasts and the car was a rust bucket. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, this fucker may as well have three wheels. Like, yeah. And I, like at the time I was like, yeah, no bomb. We used to sing a prayer. Like, and I was like, yeah, that's normal. And I was like, but looking back at that, I was like, she was praying that that wouldn't break down because I always had to get out and push the fucker. Mm. And that was in front of my sister's school full of girls that were older. So it's one of them things where looking back on that, I think that's like a driving force. And people are like, that's very negative and all. You know, like, that's not a nice. And I'm like, thank fuck that happened. Because I was like, now my mom never has to, nobody has to worry about that again because that's drove me so much towards that without realizing it. Do you know what I mean? It's But that's linking back to exactly what we were saying at the very start. That was possibly an, a little bit of a negative, but then 
it became a positive, you know what I mean? Because you use it as a driver, like, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's all perception. As, as you said, your expectations, mm. your perception. Like, everybody's living in their own world. Like, how you're viewing this room is completely different to me. How I'm viewing it, how I perceive this chat is completely, what I'll take away from this, what somebody else will take away from this podcast will be completely different. different. It's why, for example, if you ever notice when you listen to something, you almost end up getting what you need. Mm-hmm. Even though the podcast could be on procrastination and you're having an issue in your love life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, fuck, this speaks to me. It's because it's your perception of this conversation. You're dialing into what you need. That's what I listen to you talking. I'm, I everything you're saying, I'm thinking, I'm automatically thinking, what's the story here? What's going on with me? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like you're quite work-oriented, you're going to street. So a mm. lot of this is going to relate to that. Whereas I had a lot of personal issues in the last six months. So a lot of my stuff is relating to that. So even when somebody's talking about business, I'm like, how does this affect me on that level? How does this affect my family? How does this affect? And the thing is, we're not even talking about fucking that but I'm it's my view of it that's why somebody listening will be like oh my god this conversation was exactly what I needed even though we weren't that fucking targeting you mate that's why I like that's why I'm wanting this podcast to not be just solely just talking about calories and oh, protein and all that you know what I mean because we were just saying I don't, or what were we even saying we, yeah well, I think we might have been saying just one of the most important things into getting into shape is your overall mindset if your mindset isn't there um, you're you're you're, you're going to seriously struggle and that's like procrastination is such an impact on on, on whether you're going to achieve in getting into shape and maintaining them results you know what I mean it, it's huge it's huge I think it's the biggest thing you can it's 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 fairly straightforward to try and understand the, all the information but it's about what way is the mind in applying that info, do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's one of them straightforward things of, it doesn't matter what you do, if your mind is not in the right position or you can't tweak it, I'm not saying trick it, if you can't change your perception on something or you can't flick it around, like, uh, then it doesn't matter. It's like, you can you can know everything to do with training and nutrition. You can be the most motivated fucker ever, right? Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you, I would say there is probably three years till September, till September where I literally nailed every single fucking week of that. Like, you're talking now, I would have had meals off, I would have had drink, but mm. we're talking here, like, way stricter than anything you'd ever see before. Mm. And when my life sort of got rocked a bit, I didn't give a fuck about food. I didn't give a fuck about training. Joe, you know, uh, when I had shit going on, like, and I, like, I was almost like, like, what? Like, how? And I was like, because it, it doesn't matter anymore. Mm. None of that matters when you get stripped away. It's just, like, a really good example is, uh, my auntie got cancer, right? And I was in the fire service, right? And, do you honestly like whenever I remember I remember it very, very distinctly because uh, very we got we got a we got two calls that day and I'll tell you about these, right? And one was a really, really nice call, right? So we rocked up to this fence and a dog had its neck stuck. So we just took out the spreaders, spread it. Dog was loving us. <laughs> right. Second call, and I don't know why, I always just remember the day. Second call, we went to this office block. It was somewhere around the Lisbon Road, because that's where we were. And I remember one of the boys sledged the door and whatever way he sledged it, he just put a hole in it instead of knocking it. So then he had to put his hand through and fucking, Joe. You know, he looked like fucking something of a horror movie. Do you know, like, yeah, uh, yeah. here's Johnny. Here's Johnny. Uh, and the funniest thing is, once we got her out of that block, I don't, don't even talk, we got a phone call about an hour later, or well, uh, the fire station went off again for the same address. So we rang up and was like, it's false alarm, Joe. You know, they mm. were like, nah, she's locked herself back in. So we we rock up the fucking same office block. She's looking at the hole going, eh, sorry, I forgot that was, lo-. and I was like, fuck me. But I, after that, I went home and my one's, broke it down to me I don't know that's a bit of a tangent no. they broke it down to me my auntie had cancer and it feels very yeah like that doesn't matter like that's not real that it's just and then it hits you like boom all of a sudden like three weeks later mm. it didn't really hit me till I went down and we're a very jokey family like it doesn't matter this sounds terrible but it doesn't matter what happens dark humor is how, how I Getcha. work yeah 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 
same in the fire service. It was the same in my home life. Like my ones, some, my my granddad dies, my granny, doesn't matter. It's, there's jokes and it, that is how we cope. That's, but to be Different honest. Different for everyone. Yeah, I sort of enjoy it because it's absolutely hilarious and it's humor that you see. The funniest thing for me is things you shouldn't say. Now there's a difference between fucking that and yeah, racism yeah. and all. But a case of where they'll say something I'm like, that's a bit much. Like I remember, uh, and I, I some of this stuff's too dark, so I will not say this because <laughs> I this, they'll get canceled. <laughs> but uh, I remember got very real whenever my auntie turned around and goes, we see this. Like as if like, and I was like, fuck, she's in the hospital bed. And she put her hand in her and just pulled out a lump. And I was like, I laughed, but I was like, it just, it sucked everything out for me. And I remember for about a week, I couldn't eat. I couldn't, I really struggled. Like we were going to house fires and we were going, we, the, the, like I remember that week after we got calls for house fires. Now they didn't turn out to be house fires. They were just mm. smoke alarms. But on the way there, she was like, fuck, this is going to be mental. This, and I was like, don't care. I was like, I'll just go in. And it's very interesting because when that's not right in you, you're not going to worry about food and nutrition. Now, most people are not saying, Joe, that's next. But if you're struggling with your self-esteem, your self-worth, your purpose, your mission, the re like the reason that you're you're here now, and I do believe that purpose, pa I think passion's a very dangerous word too, and so is purpose because it assumes you need to know what you want to do. Whereas like, there's a lot of people who go, I don't know my purpose, but then mm. 35, they have a kid and they're a fucking great dad. And that's probably what they're meant to do. It just meant that they were figuring that out at a later time. Whereas everybody assumes I need to be an influencer. I need to start clothing brand. I yeah, need to start yeah. fucking this, this, this. I need to be, that's not, that's not necessarily the purpose. Sometimes your purpose to be a good person, but it's one of the things where if you don't have them blocks in, it's like, I always try and imagine it. Like I always tell my clients, like if you imagine, right, you have all your, you imagine you've got all these big blocks and their nutrition, training, supplements, all these are sitting really, really nice. Mm. Your mindset's the carpet. Yeah. If that's not right, you pull up, they go fucking tits everywhere the carpet gets pulled from underneath you and you go, holy sweet fuck. So it's just one of the things where I think a lot of people don't build enough resilience. And you only build that through tough times. Yeah. Like tough times make tough people. So it's like setting, it's 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 setting your little bits of non-negotiables to an extent. You know what I mean? What I'd always say is that whenever a person's starting starting off, be it getting into shape, right? From very scratch, from, from, from scratch, the start was always going to be the hardest because you're, you, there's more effort to do them tasks that you're setting out. They might be just simple tasks for another person, but for one other person, they might be seriously challenging. But the more you build up the nearly resilience to it, the more subconscious they nearly get. You know what I mean? It's like driving a car when you're starting off. You're absolutely brutal at the start. It's involving fucking so much concentration over time. It's more subconscious, isn't it? And it's that grind at the start that builds that, isn't it? Yeah, a really good analogy for that is you ever build a snowman? Mm, you're, yeah. person, you're person the ball and it's dead on but if you stop oh my god and the fuck Disaster. Is, the fucker's the size of me then because I'm tiny but it, <laughs> and it, it's so t momentum is the key to everything in life I yeah. feel like do you know what I mean? I agree big time. Big time. It, you know, it, it's, it's, it's like hitting a block nearly hitting a little bit of a wall whereas if you can set a few small non-negotiables you don't necessarily hit that big wall don't you know? Yeah. Do you do you struggle with mindset? Uh, I did. I'm, I'm definitely getting a little bit better, yeah. In terms of... In what of, way, now? Yeah, exactly. That was what I was going to say. In terms of... I know this, this is like me flipping no, the script. No, I like that. This yeah, is yeah. now my podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah come on, Because uh, <laughs> I feel like mindset is such a... It's like when somebody goes to you, how are you? It's it's just... It's a it's a gap filler. It's like, well, how are you? It's like they're, you're not expecting a response. But when I ask you that, I mean like, do you struggle in terms of like your self-worth or you're not good enough? I know that's very heavy, mm. but... It's, Definitely at the start, that's probably how I got into all this to be totally honest. I would have kind of talked about that in the podcast already in the early, to be honest, that I hit kind of a lowish point. I sound like, but it was a low point for me, you know what I mean? And that's then... How low? Lost is what I'd say. Yeah. That's the word I'd use. Um, Low for me, 
not, again, Jesus Christ, don't get and not depressed or anything like that. You know what I mean? But I would have been lost because I just, I, I couldn't see Anthony. There was nothing good in my head. But again, that was my perception of the whole situation. You know what I mean? Um, so I think that's more so how it got, what I thought of that, that literally moment, I was like, right, what do I like doing? And I, that's literally the decision that I made. And that's why, that's how I'm doing all this, to be honest. You know what I mean? And do you think that that is the catalyst that's like right now, compared to how you felt then, do you feel found now? Or do you feel like semi-found? Uh, no, that sounds like lost. I it? would say... I would say found to be totally honest. I feel like I, I know I know what I want to do so clearly now. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I do feel found, but I just what I one thing with me is, and this is definitely something I need to get better at, is looking for I always I have fear all the time for some reason. And it's 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 weird. Like I find I always look at oftentimes look at the negative going forward. You know what I mean? So for example, um what do I use? Let's just use business as a complete just random example, right? I'd be like oh my God, it's all going to go in the next month. You know what I mean? Even though like there's no reason for me. Do you know what I mean? Just random negative things that I'd start feeling. I don't know why that happens, but I'm definitely definitely getting better at that. Do you know what I mean? Because I couldn't be happier with everything and there's no reason for me to feel like that at all. But I, I just look at sometimes automatically thoughts, negative thoughts to an extent. Do you want to start with? Why? Because I'm just probing. Why do you think you get like them negative thoughts of fear? Like do you feel I like... I don't know because that all comes back to stuff like I would I would have had. And you I did still, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, one of the main reasons to talk me to listening to is, like, I've had a lot of mindset coaching, like, fucking buckets over the last six months. Like, I've had enough mindset coaching in the last six months that's probably more than most people would ever want in their mm, life. Yeah, yeah. I just went very internal. And the thing is, I've had a mindset coach and I've had a therapist, but I call them both mindset coaches. And I said this before on a podcast because when I tell people I have a mindset coach, they go, oh, tuned in, there's a multimillionaire yeah, yeah. mindset coach, fucking knows where he's at. Mm. When I tell people I have a therapist, they're like, fuck, What's he's that, a yeah. lunatic. Joe, he's fucking going to jump out the window here. Yeah. So it's one of them things where, and you learn more by journaling, by writing about yourself, by talking to somebody and them not speaking than you do from advice. Advice is that person's perception, whereas you've got your own. It's like me and you will have a, our own versions of this. Mm -hmm. And then there's the truth. But the thing is, my version is what matters most to me. It's like a journey breakup. Joe, you know, you'll have your version. I'll have mine. Not saying we're going together, you yeah, wish. Yeah. <laughs> and, then there's the, and then there's the truth. Do you know what I mean? But the thing is, the most important version of me is is only my variation mm. and how I perceive it. But it's it's one of them things where the reason I ask that is because I find that I would have had a lot of that. Mm. And one of the ways that I flip the script not all the time, and for anybody that's nervous about stuff, is I always ask myself, how could things go worse than than what what could possibly happen? So like I'd be like, oh, I could I could lose my all my business and all my and I'd be like, but my mom could die, and I'm like. I take my mum over all that. Do you know what I mean? I'm mm. like, she's alive right now. So right now I'm getting the choice of both. So I'm like, oh, things could be, it's like a really good example is I got uh, a car. Um, it's not a major. And I was like, lovely, lovely, lovely. And uh, or no, the best thing I can use is the Raptor. I've used this before. Mm. I've used this before in a podcast and this is a great one. And I drove the, it was the first day of getting it, right? And I had my sister on the side and I reversed out of my drive and I heard a slam and I was like, Holy fuck. And it was the, it was a bin and I just had slammed it. I mean, I had drove, I had hit this wheelie bin. I mean, the whole way across yeah. the road, I had whipped out that hard and don't get me wrong. I was a wee bit younger. And the first thing that came to my mind was, thank fuck that wasn't a child. Thank fuck. Yeah. Thank, wasn't thinking, oh, my car's been screwed. My truck's been screwed. I just think, thank and see every time something happens to me now, I always go, how could this be worse? And then I'd be like, thank fuck. I'm grateful that this is only the, it doesn't matter how bad it is. Like, for example, like, I my aunt, when my aunt had cancer, I always remember turning around to myself and being like, "Yeah, she got cancer, but she's still here. Thank yeah. fuck. That's all that matters, and she's fine now." But it's one of the things where 
it, Joe, you know, it's a, it, I feel like that you need them mental cues, but they're very tough to they implement. So tough because but, it, it's easy to say. Mm-hmm. But over time, when you stay trying to implement them, implement them, you get better. And that's definitely one thing that I would actually do sometimes. Whenever I'm getting stupidly worried over something that doesn't even make sense, you know what I mean? Literally does not make sense. And when you say to someone else, you're like, you're not well in the head sometimes. You know what I mean? I often think, right, is this, I, I just try and take a step back and be like, am I talking utter shit to myself here? Like, you know what I mean? And I think that works. That's the mental cue really, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah, I think the main reason is because we live in such a fast paced, like it's yeah, boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. So like I do a lot of, bra- like I don't do like a lot of like I'm sitting breathing on the mats. But, I want to say that, yeah. Yeah, the, like it's it came from, I used to go to like high pressure situations and we would be flat out. And what I noticed was for me, even during like training school, I always made my worst decisions when I used to rush in and I had a high heart rate and I wasn't thinking, uh, versus I can rush in, but it takes me literally maybe 20 seconds to take a five minute, a five second inhale and exhale. Mm. And then I always, and mm. then I make, I usually make a far better decision. It's like when you're having an argument with somebody, I will usually go, yeah, yeah, take it all in and then I'll try not to respond. It's like, you know, road rage when somebody cuts you off and then my dad will automatically go to give them the finger or something. <laughs> and the first thing I think is that's done you no use but made you angry. Whereas if, if you stop and breathe and go, then you save your energy as well. And I feel like that energy management is so key with decision making as well because you waste it on unnecessary tasks, things, people, energy goes. Where your energy goes, do you know what I mean? It's one of them things where it's it just drains you and then you can't give it to the people that matter or yourself. I wanted to kind of, talk, I think that's brilliant. I think that will actually, that what literally just what you said there, I think will benefit an awful lot of people because oftentimes what I find is people are acting out of pure emotion and I'm going to link it back to nutrition to be totally honest because so many people struggle with emotional eating, stress eating. It's not people's knowledge of nutrition, my opinion, is the biggest thing. It's their lifestyle and not being able to deal with that in the way that they should and the way they want to deal with it. And oftentimes that stress builds up. They don't have a second to think or they don't let themselves think and they turn to food straight away. Whereas if a person can take them a few minutes, breathe and assess the situation, they can make a far better decision. Yeah, I'm... I'm the worst person to talk to about like emotional eating and stuff because when it comes to me, I understand where it comes from, but I've never had that stress response. So yeah, it's yeah. one of the things where like me turning around and talking about emotional eating, I'm, like I just can't, it, it, I really struggle to comprehend. I can't I, relate. I, I understand, exactly. Mm-hmm. So there's no way me turning around and be like, I do agree with you completely. I do feel like, I remember for me, whenever I get stressed, what I always do is this is probably ludicrous to most people listen is I have a bit of like a, if I do something wrong, like if, say every time you're stressed and you're overweight and you're struggling or you're moving forward, I would have something where like every time I feel like that, I would have to do something that feels like I'm moving in the right direction, not mm-hmm. the opposite. So for example, I remember uh, whenever I used to feel unworthy or poor when I was 17 or 18, I used to go to the garage and do crunches. Now that is probably not overly healthy. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, this is working towards where I am. And then eventually when you get there, you're like, that all that negative fueled me. It's like, I have a very, like my therapist, even me and her talked about this before. I have a folder on my phone called Hit, And it mm. was called Hit for a long time. It's called Fuel. And it is so big. It is really big. And if I ever struggle to do something, it's the first place I go, which is very like psychotic. It's almost a wee bit sick. Yeah, it probably is a little bit, yeah. But, but it works for you. Yeah, exactly. So that's where, for example, like with emotion, somebody might need something like the way I'm talking about need, like a, not a punishment, but need something that they swap this mm-hmm. for now. They stop, they take a breath and they go, 
what is going to be better for me going for a walk, listening to a podcast? Is it going to be actually having a chat with a friend, a coffee, or is it going to be banging out 10 press ups? Like for me, I'm a <laughs> bit of, a, I'm a, I'm, I openly admit I'm a bit of a loose cannon, a bit of a wing nut. <laughs> so it's one of them things where like people building up a folder of hate for them could really fucking damage them. them. Oh my God. The war versus like, I used to go on to like troll websites and look for me like purposely, like, yes, give me this. And then the thing is immediately I'd be like, oh Jesus, I shouldn't have came. But then I was like, I'd be struggling for maybe like, oh, I can't be arsed with this, Joe. I'm going to watch Netflix. And I'm like, no, no, mm. no, 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 no. This is, this is happening. Like, eh, wee bit sick, but. Yeah, but you're, me, you're, you're really open about it because, and, and you're clearly saying it works for you and it might do the polar opposite to another person. Like, that's why I believe it's my perception versus their. And yeah. it's also down to what works for the individual. It, there's a hundred ways to skin a cat. That's why I get really frustrated whenever people say like, Joe, a, they turn around to be like, oh, Joe, people are doing photo shoots and they're starving their clients and there's this and that. Mm -hmm. and it, but I'm like, for all you know, that person could have been through a breakup, got told they're worthless, now they've got photos and they feel great. Mm. doesn't mean they've just starved themselves. But then there is people who starve themselves for it. So it's all your perception of a problem, what you do with it. And I feel, I feel like a lot of that comes down to like your subconscious that you're not, that you're not bringing to the forefront. Like mm -hmm. if you ask yourself, why am I emotionally eating right? Because this is happening. And then you start to really probe yourself. Whereas... I feel like I'm only, I'm 27 and I feel like I'm only getting to know myself mm. now. And I feel like, uh, the funniest thing is like, what age are you now? 23 next month. Oh. Yeah. Oh, like, this month, sorry. Jesus, two weeks. Yeah, next week. <laughs> which is really, and what's really funny is I don't know anybody listening, like, but you get, you get a little bit, I'm not, I'm not even that old, but like I, when I talk to Mickey, Mickey's a wee bit mm. older as well. And like, I always ask him questions about being older and yeah. I'm always like, like you, you get wiser, but the funniest thing is, and you get more certainty in certain areas of your life. But you also get a lot less than others. Like uh, mm -hmm. to an extent, like I became a lot less sure of who I was the, as time moved on. And now it's recenters. And the funniest thing is it loops. So it S it happens with your habits, behaviors, your routines. Do you know what I mean? Over time. S some things in your in your life now are just like you're you're kind of like sorted, but then other things in your like, this is maybe different to what it was before and yeah. maybe a little bit backwards in, in do you know what I mean in progress like forward, going forward do you know what I mean 100% there's things in my life that people go oh <coughs> that is sorted for him and then there's things in my life that I'm like oh that like me and somebody else could be looking at our life and I'd be like oh I take that he take that and it's just a case of you have to look at your own problems and I always I always use I, I end up fucking saying this in every podcast ever is my mom always says if you put all your problems in a bowl you take your own fucking back out with everybody else's in there do you know what I mean mm -hmm. you go oh give me mine back and it's, it's that sort of case of them being, it puts you in a form of gratitude for the issues you have where it is emotional eating. Yeah. Joe, at least you're maybe not struggling with other sides of your life or this or that. So it is one of them things where you do just have to weigh up where- Take a step back nearly. Yeah, but I do like that. I really enjoy mindset because it's one of them things, even asking you about like where you're at, where you've been. But I guarantee you the only reason you're at where you're at is probably because of where your pain is. Fact. Yeah. There's nothing, there's no question. There's no, not even a question in the world. Um, because I realized what 100% I didn't want. Whereas now, like, I'm definitely the happiest I've been in a good while. You know what I mean? Um, but I wouldn't have, I, we wouldn't be sitting here then if I hadn't gone through a point that I fucking hated, like for a good period of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? And the funniest thing is for anybody listening as well, like, you will be in periods of that and then you'll you'll take bigger dips than you've ever had before yeah, and then yeah. you'll take bigger spikes. That's and, the thing, yeah. And that's the beauty about like life with where we are and the mindset of it because I think the problem with it is is the expectation that you need to live a happy life throughout all of it. Mm. The point is you're supposed to feel the downs so you can feel the ups it, and otherwise that's not really because if you're always good, it, you never appreciate it. It's like somebody who's going to say, yeah, somebody's born into money 
never values money. Somebody that's broke, like like we were, like we value it. Do you know what I mean? And it's one of the things where then as a rep, I'm glad that that's the case. But it's it's just all it's it's very it's, it's very it's very mad. Heavy, the, the, the mind is mad, isn't it? It's a, I, it's a mad thing. But it, that's why I like kind of talk about it sometimes because you can f- link it to literally anything. Absolutely, Anderson. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I just, the, the, I suppose the main reason I wanted to kind of get John as well is that like, I, um, I would have benefited even from listening to yourself, and I like even since I started like with Sean and sure, obviously became very friendly like over the last kind of year and a half, like because I've benefited loads because I it, habits would have been very clear that like procrastination, thinking what another person is going to think, but then you're like. What do, what does all what do I care what another person thinks? You know what I mean. And then when you start like focusing yourself that little bit more, you just life can go an awful lot better, can't it? Yeah, you just have to reframe yourself. It's mm. taking that breath whenever you think of like, oh, I'm not going to do this because that person's going to think. Yeah, that. it's just taking a breath and then go. What's the worst that can happen? What would you say to a person that would be like that? I'm going to say there's two types of people that completely like. There's a at the start for the first couple of years that you are feeling like that. I always say it's like a muscle. So the more you give in to not doing something because of a person's opinion or thought. So say, for example, I want to wear, I want to stand in the gym in my kaks, right? Mm. Which you probably shouldn't do anyway. Yeah. But I want to do that. And I think, fuck, what are people going to say? I will immediately make sure I do that because it feels like I'm building that muscle of not caring. And once I've yeah. done more and more and more Repetition. reps. Yeah, it's like the first time, I remember the first time I thought about it, it was wearing like a hat backwards. I know that sounds mm. ridiculous because yeah, I, yeah. like, I was like, fuck, my forehead's pretty big. I was like, this might look ridiculous. And the thing is, I was like, no. I'll wear. And then afterwards you realize nobody cares. Everybody is in that, their own, their, people, are, people are so self-absorbed that they don't realize. It's like when people get gym inside and they're like, fuck, everybody's looking at me. I'm like, they're not. Everybody is so self-absorbed that they don't see you in their world nine times out of 10. Yeah, I agree big time. And like you said, wearing a cap back to, back to front. Mine would probably have been wearing a fucking sleeveless top. You know what I mean? Yeah. You think you're like Billy Big Bollocks. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You think that's what people are thinking of you. Do you know what? It's, it's mad, isn't it? And I just think so many people are affected by that mastery that aren't doing what they actually want to do. Um, n- Not that it's fucking life advice or anything by any means, but it's just, it's I, it's again, just it's my own personal experience that it's, uh, that I just, I, there's so many people that are like that just caring too much about other people. And if you're like that, you know, it's, it's going to, going to affect, isn't it? You need to realize that it's not a switch. I think that's the main problem. Yeah. People are looking for this golden nugget on it's a not podcast. Gonna happen. Yeah, they're looking for this golden nugget on a podcast because I've went looking for it. I feel like I literally dug fucking through everything I ever was, waiting for somebody to say something for me to go, I don't care no more. That's me. I'm sussed. I'm going to chase whatever I want now. Whereas it's not. It's a, it's a habit and a routine and a mindset, that, a, a thought process that you've built in. See, when you build in a thought process, it's like addiction. You can't just flick it off. You have to go through the course. That's the reason there's 12 steps in AA. And it's one of them things where like, if I'm correct, and it's one of them things where you need to go through step by step. So you need to think, right, well, why am I thinking this? Right, so I value others more than myself. Well, no, right? So I'm going to take a breath. So take a breath. And then you start asking yourself more questions. You go, right, well, what's a small step I could do? Maybe that, that what I'm thinking is a wee bit too much, but maybe I could do this. And it's a little bit of progress. And then yeah. you're building your self-esteem, you're building yourself more. And then I feel like, see the more and more you do that, you, you become more comfortable in yourself and you get to know yourself a little bit more. And it's one of the things where I'm very, uh, everything about me is is very transparent whenever you meet me. Mm. I'm very rough around the edges, I'm yeah, vulgar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I love a good deep conversation. But it's one of the things where if you don't like that or you get offended by something I'd say, I just turn around to people and go, that is your perception, your opinion. You're entitled to that, but I 
don't even want to, I can't be arsed listening to you. So yeah. it's one of the things where, yes, everybody's got a, an opinion on matters, but it's one of the things where you have to weigh up what matters to you. And the more that you train that thought process of like, how can I build this out? How, it does, as you know yourself, it slowly starts to fade, but it does come back. 100% you, it does. But you try and get your, pull, take a step back, look at it and, and question yourself, is is this in my head again? You know what I mean? And as you said, it's, it's the small tasks that are done consistently and building on them over time. People oftentimes think that they have to do, and I don't even know what I'm even talking about here in regards to, I'm not sure even what I'm relating this to, but just in general, people often think to make progress, they think they have to do everything. Where it's not that, it's starting with the small things that you can actually actually be consistent with over time and that's where the overall habits can build you know what I mean because you're not going to build habits from going to naught to 100 like you know no like I used to turn around to people and I used to say to them people used to join me years ago I forget when it was and I used to say in the first month we're not tracking calories we're not doing anything mm. all I want you to do is I want you to go to the gym yeah. I want you to walk I want five veg a day and I want protein each meal and I goes don't worry about it that's all we're going to do and see really when you can do stuff like that on a basic level you start to build forward it's just like for example if people turn around and go I want to become a better person I'm like just start journaling in the mornings. And like, what do I journal? What do I do? I'm like, get the book out and write anything you, what, anything you fucking want. You're worried about how good you are going to do something whenever you haven't even done it. Mm. So it's like going, how do I take a penalty? Do I hit with the outside? You're you not know even what? On, yeah. You're not even on the pitch, just mate. do it. Yeah, you're not even changing your fucking boots and you're worrying about what way the penalty's going to go. It's, you know? it's the exact same thing we were chatting about before. It's, uh, it's stressing about the things that don't actually matter until you do the thing that does matter. You know yeah. what I mean? Then you can tidy it all up a bit or whatever. Speed in every area of your life is king. Now, obviously, yeah. you don't need to rush into everything, but in terms of, of the waiting for it, like, for example, I started that in there. I started that on a Saturday. And people, my ones were like, you know, yeah. no, 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 no. That is, that idea of waiting for Monday, it's not the, it's not the idea that you should get, it's the idea that that mindset is the mindset everybody else has. Mm -hmm. It's that, that's not a good mindset waiting. to get it. Yet yeah, that's not, because if you're thinking, like my coach goes to me on the Friday, when should we start? And I was like, it was Friday at like 10 o'clock. And I was like, well, I can't start fucking now. It's 10 o'clock. Mm. I was like, start tomorrow morning. He was like, that's very short. I was like, I'm going to do in the next day or two. Anyway. Even psychologically telling yourself that doing things that others don't, or you believe they don't makes you feel like you're more in that 1%, more yeah. in that higher. It's like, for example, I get up most mornings at like half five, six. It's not because there's some magic Magical. law. You could fucking sleep in. Like I used to, I built my entire business sleeping in. Yeah. But the thing Works is. Works for you. See, now I get more of like a, oh, I'm the fucking man. Mm. I'm fucking up before everybody. I'm out for steps. I've got cardio done. Like I had everything done for fucking like half eight this morning. And it's it's more the the promises I kept myself. What works for me versus somebody staying up late at night doing all that. Absolutely fine. It's the same thing, Doesn't but matter. it depends what way you want to. It's in again in your own head, isn't it? You spin it because as soon as somebody sleeps in there, it's like, oh, oh, oh you're a loser. Yeah, you're... I hate that. Like, like no, do you know what I mean? Nothing. It's so stupid. Like, you know, it, it's all it's individual to the person. You know what I mean? That's what that's what I feel. And I, uh, but no, don't, I actually fucking thoroughly enjoyed that. To be honest, what is the crack going forward? What's the story for yourself? Me, uh, general, everything. I don't know. As I said, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, for me, over the last year, I've sort of I would say that my my businesses have been a bit mental uh, I sort of launched property like two three years ago and it sort of it snowballed massively and I, to be honest I got to the stage where I was out of hand I was still managing it, so I've hired staff for me I'm telling people I'm I'm like I like to think of myself as not semi-retired but I'm trying to enjoy things more bingo I'm trying to calm myself down it's not about ambition I don't need no more money I don't uh, I'm gonna that now I'm gonna get lean I'm just gonna enjoy it I might go traveling I might do that but I'm honestly I'm just trying to take things day by day at the minute slow down pace and work on be not being a great man, being a good man. That's gotcha. what my main focus is for the until April, May, and then I'll reassess. Gotcha. Because uh, you you've done a stint of 
the the race than really haven't you that's reality oh, years you yeah, know what i mean yeah. so like yeah it's uh yeah no that's 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 the story oh, tony thanks William, for coming on appreciate it thank you very much for having me lovely stuff <laughs> So thanks very much for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode. If you want to find out more about myself or Tony, I'm going to leave our Instagram handles in the description. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.